I don't even have the fucking notes up. Where? Where? What are we doing? Cody, what the fuck do... I don't know, dude. I don't know, I don't know what we... I don't know how to do this anymore. I don't know how to do anything anymore. I don't know. It seems... It seems that... As we get better at it, we get worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, that sounds like a, the good part of the intro. Then. That's, a, uh, that's a good intro. Hey, if there's a weird cut there, don't worry about it. It's fine. You're not even paying attention. Welcome to Mam's Morning After Music Show, the show where, uh, stop me if you've heard it before, a couple of dudes talk about music and then give their opinions on it because they're oh so knowledgeable. Uh, I'm your host, Cody. Only only other person here is Brett. We're, we're dropping like flies over here. Yep. Uh, I don't even think Josh was busy this week. I just don't think he wanted to do it. Oh, no. He just, no. He does not want to do this. It's okay. He would do. He would, it would be a two. Spoiler alert: He'd give it a one. No, he'd probably give it. Everything would probably be ones except originality. He'd give it ten. Uh, so that would average out to like three. <laughs> yeah, 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 like a three. Yeah, like a three. And then Joey's too busy. He big. He, you know. Yeah, we don't, him, we don't he, have friends. That's what it is, dude. We, we don't just, have friends. We don't it's have friends. Fine. I don't even know what Tati's up to. Uh, she alive? She's <laughs> in the wind. I don't know. I saw a tweet uh, from her the other day. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. We, we, every, everyone's gone. Everyone's Just gone. Me dude. and you. Yeah, dude. But <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we're pushing through. We're, we're persevering. Brett, it's not unlike Slipknot's sophomore album, Iowa, which also... Spelled some uh, troubling times for the band, if I do say so myself. Um, That's the album we're reviewing today. And Brett, the question for you and for the audience: uh, You're hey, Brett. Have you ever heard of Iowa? Have I heard of Iowa? Yeah, Brett. Ever? It's. Let me describe it for you. Yeah, go ahead. It's shaped kind of like a square with some nubbly bits around it. Okay. Um, okay. If you could point to it on a map, you're probably lying. Okay. And I hear tell there's a lot of corn. Oh, is there corn Iowa. there? Is there corn? a lot of poverty? A lot of poverty. Um, a lot of red state voters in there. Uh, so hey, what's your favorite thing about this place I described? Well, I would probably have to say uh, my birth. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, so you've heard of it? I've heard of it. I may have heard yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. But from a first-hand That's my experience, thing. yeah. Can can you describe? Uh, show me. Uh, does, is this an accurate representation of Iowa? The, what this album? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think you understand. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> when we were watching that uh, Twenty Fun Facts thing, and they're talking about, yeah. oh yeah, you know the the drugs and and this and this and this, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, my uh, my cousin, yeah, that's Alex, that's Ryan, yeah, there's Michael, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, oh. there's my uncle. Yeah, there's my brother Josh. Yeah, oh sh- okay, <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Yeah, uh, yep. I'd have to say uh, this man's probably the favorite thing about Iowa because it's it's this band and it's you. Yeah, that's, it. that's all there. That's yeah, there you go. That's, and, all, uh, that's yeah. all that Iowa's produced. Oh, Ashton Kutcher. He's from Iowa. He's from Cedar Rapids. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Same place my dad's. They from. have they have rapids in Iowa. Yeah, dude. Oh, they're cedary. 
Oh. Fascinating. Uh <laughs> There, okay, okay, legit. Hold on. Side note about Iowa. Mm-hmm. There is one cool town, and it's called Pella, and that's that's like home base for my for my family. Um, it's a Dutch town. Ooh. So there's there's the so celebration like the the town in Disney is kind of based off of Pella actually. Oh. Um, um, so it's like the old traditional like town square that you know like you see in every movie like that's that's Pella, mm-hmm. but um. Around it is all these Dutch shops. So, like, you can go get custom clogs, and then you go to the the Dutch bakery, uh, Yarsma's. Like, and then behind it, there's a fucking windmill that has a pond in the shape of a clog, and they do tulip time every year. Like, there's tulips all over the place. Like, it's it's you're 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 in the Netherlands. It's weird. If there's it's really there's weird. Two things <laughs> I can't stand in this world, people. <laughs> Who are unaccepting of other people's cultures, and the Dutch, and the Dutch, and the yeah. Dutch. If you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. <laughs> oh, whoa! That rhymed. That's that's hey, their you. saying. That's their saying. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Well, hey, this band. This is their second album. It's called Iowa, and it was released. On August twenty eighth, two thousand and one, three nine eleven. Oh, just, just, just barely two and a half weeks. <laughs> In fact, Brett, uh, would you be surprised to, to hear that the tour for this album got canceled right after it started? Did it? Oh wow! Would you be? Yeah. No way. No fucking way. Did you? Would you also be surprised at some of the lyrical content? Also didn't go over well right around 9-11. No way, you don't you don't say. Would have I would have never guessed that one. Yeah. Uh it did. Uh, yeah, 14 tracks on it. Uh an hour and six minutes and nineteen seconds. The performers were in order of number, uh Sid Wilson on the turntables and uh mental breakdown on the intro. Oh that's yes. uh that's yeah, raw. no, but that's just he's that's just vocals for track one. Ah, uh, yeah, just, he just yeah. did the vocal track. Yeah, he actually, yeah, fucking, we'll get into the lore. Uh, Joey Jordison oh. on the drums, Paul Gray on the bass and backing vocals, uh, and the heart of the band. Uh, Chris Fenn on percussion and backing vocals, Jim Root on guitar, Craig Jones on the samplers and media and headbanging. And uh, Sean Clown Cran on percussion and backing vocals and editing. Mick Thompson on guitars and Corey Taylor on the vocals. Uh, what were features in 2002? They didn't exist or 2001, whatever. Uh, the producers <laughs> were Ross Robinson. Uh, he is a, a, the godfather of new metal. Now, you see his resume right here. Mm. He's worked with Korn, Sepultura, Deftones, Limbiscuit, Soulfly, Cold, Machine Head, a little switcheroo right here at the drive-in. That's a little different. The Cure that's from first to last. A little different. Drop, drop Dead Gorgeous. Uh, Hyro the Hero. Uh, Tech Nine. Okay, a little, also a little, Yeah, yeah, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I like uh, them. I like them. They're, they're the ones I can't perform live. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, Red Fang, The Used, and Amigo the Devil. Oh. Uh, our buddy Andy Wallace. 
did the mixing. Uh, you can learn more about him in the Hybrid Theory and the Blink-182 and the Gorgira episodes. Uh, oh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, Joey also did the mixing. And then mastering was done by George Marino. Brett, there's just too many to count. I'm going to need you to go ahead, click that link, bring it up for everyone to see. Uh, sort by artist. Michael it's Buble. easier that way. Yeah, it's, uh, just hit artist real fast and then... If it loads, we got, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So we got head PE. We got 38 special. We got 311. We got... Uh, just keep scrolling with me. Flock of Seagulls. Aha. ACDC. Aerosmith. If I'm, if I'm skipping you... Yeah, if I'm yeah. skipping you, uh, I'm scrolling on my own. Uh, Alice Cooper, American Hi-Fi, fucking Amberlin in 2010. Amberlin. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Anthrax, Arctic Monkeys, April uh, Wine Bad Company. That's April the Wine. first band I ever saw live. No fucking way. Yep. <laughs> Just That's crazy. At, at, at the fucking soccer park in Vegas. And he, it, dude, there's your connection to Slipknot right there. Right there. Uh, not anything not just else. The A's. <laughs> yeah, just fucking scroll down that list. It's, dude, oh, yeah, it's I massive. Forgot. I have to keep going. Look how, t- look how tiny that little square is on the side. Yeah, of you know, like, I'm just going to go ahead. That's, I'm going so quick. You can't read it. It's fine. Fu- did I see him? T- you sure did see him. <laughs> we got down to the H's. Uh, he's done a lot of I'm, work queen. with him. I see Queen quite right. Yeah. The peppers. So freaking many. Kiss. Yeah, there's a lot. Led Zeppelin. I see Sammy. I did see Sammy. Uh, maybe. Yeah. And Santana. Oh, uh, My Morning Jacket. MXPX. Nice. Ooh. Soil. Ozzy. Soil. The Chai Peps. Ted Nugent. Saliva. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> the cult dude fucking the beach boys oh man oh, we're in okay. we're in the oh yeah typo negative the early november so there's a lot yeah i'm safe to say it's taking too long yeah safe to say it's more surprising that he hasn't popped up yet um oh yeah and then the, the singles were left behind and my plague. Now, Brett, we kind of went over a little bit uh, the lore before the actual episode proper. Uh, to embellish on that, let me use my little uh, autism brain here. Uh, because Brett, Slipknot was the first band that I really like dove into. That was like, you know, my own. No. It was my own kind of identity forming. And Dovin did I. Uh, I knew everything about this fucking band, right? This album almost destroyed them. They came off of the success of the hype of the first fucking album and had too much money and no knowledge of what to do with it. So it was just debauchery, baby. Uh, oh, so Jackass. Every- yeah, pretty much. Um, everyone got a drug problem. That was a nice, fun bonus. No. Everyone hated yeah, everyone, uh, Corey was already having a drinking problem. Uh, they got bitches everywhere. It's crazy. It's 2001. What are you going to do? Um, Actually, they went into the studio the day before my birthday that year. Isn't that oh, fun? That's cool. Yeah. I was nine years old when they went to the studio, and the next day I was 10. Crazy. Uh, 
Is that, yeah, is that no, how they, that works? Uh, that's how birthdays work. Holy and days shit. Of the year. And God. days of our lives, God. like the soap Ooh. opera. But like the, also like the soap opera, uh, the band hated each other, Brett. I don't know if you could tell from the general everything of it all, watching Sid and Corey fight on the disaster pieces thing for mm-hmm. losing the camera. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny and that awkward. That was funny. Uh, yeah, no, this album shouldn't have been made. Even more so, I think, than the first album, which also probably shouldn't have worked uh, and gotten as big as it did. Uh, this album definitely shouldn't have gotten as big as it did. Uh, you got nine people running around in fucking jumpsuits with goddamn Party City Spirit Halloween on their face, uh, hitting kegs, fucking... You got one guy just <laughs> headbanging. Uh <laughs> Dude, the guy just climbs on the drums and then just... He jerks off his nose real fast. Yeah, no, it... You do that for two hours? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) But Brett, sometimes he hits the drums. And... Does he? Yeah, sometimes he hits the drums. And then meanwhile, in the studio, you got your producer breaking his back and just yelling at you all the time, throwing fucking candles at your face, apparently. You you got your grandfather dying and immediately just being like, "Eh, this is content, let me go have a mental breakdown. Brett, you know that really long song at the end where it's just Corey just going, fucking losing it too, yeah. having his own little breakdown? Yeah. Let me, uh, you know how that song was recorded? Tell Enlighten me. Well, <laughs> they wanted to get real raw and uh, randy. Uh, so the entire, I think it's in one take. I'm not sure, but I think it's in one take. Uh, he performed it naked <laughs> with just clown there uh while ross was in the other room uh while cutting himself with broken glass to get the real screams going and throwing up o- all over himself and fucking losing it so that all those fucking uh, screams in there are legit pain this band pushed the envelope so fucking hard Brett, do you not want to know where this debuted on the Billboard 200? The main Billboard 200. Where did this debut? In 2001. 69. Brett, it is in the top five. It debuted at number three. Did they do on it the for Billboard. Dale? They did it for Dale. Holy shit. When, before doing it for Dale was a thing. But just they are just before. Yeah. <laughs> the top 10 of that week were Come Clean by Paula Mud, Pull My Chain by Cope Toby Keith, Project English by Juvenile, Superhero by Brian McKnight. Uh now that's what I call music volume 7. 7. 7. <laughs> uh Maxwell don't even know who that is. Alicia Keys, Slipknot, Mary J. Blige, and Aaliyah. That, that's a hell of a lineup. Why is Slipknot there? Yeah. <laughs> Hybrid Theory was in number 11 that week. They'd uh, gone down a little bit. Ooh. Yeah. After a year. <laughs> yeah. It's still in the top 20 after a year. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yep. You know, that, that tracks. So, Brett, I am interested. We all know how I feel about this. I've listened to this album so many fucking times over the course of my young life. Have you ever heard this whole album? Any of the songs before this week? Um, as a technicality, yes. 
Do I remember? No. Okay, so this is pretty much fresh listen. Yeah, this is pretty much fresh listen. I am so interested in your thoughts. Tell me them. <sighs> All right, so this one's... T- I have a lot of nostalgia for this one in very different reasons okay. than... than I would, I guess, what would be the norm? Because I did, I didn't okay. listen to this. I just didn't. Yeah. You completely missed Slipknot yeah, and really most of new metal, right? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Like that was that was my brother's stuff. So that was, mm-hmm. you know, and but that was it. That's that's there's my nostalgia of this. Like, dude, when I heard uh, when I texted you, I, I I was listening to it gently in the car. I <clears throat> I immediately jumped back to Vegas as a kid. We were playing darts in the in the fucking garage, and it's raining outside. And my my brother just went and bought this album, and he's like, "We need to listen to it." And it was the last night that he was in Vegas in town, and so we play we listen the whole thing out there. And so yeah, like, but like, also uh, for some reason that also set off a chain of just shit. I just I haven't thought about that stuff in in you know 10 15 20 years now like just everything was coming back it was it was kind of wild how i was having i was having a trip in the in the car i was having a moment <laughs> but uh i don't know but so i i like that part of it nostalgia aside i don't know <laughs> yeah you don't know joey's good yeah, tell me, tell me your likes. T- tell me your positives. I will say I actually do enjoy Corey's parts. They're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're they're definitely you can you can they're they're a lot more emotion going through there than uh, a normal scream. You know, it's just mm-hmm. the that the, the, the whole energy thing. You could definitely you could definitely tell it. Um, Joey's good. <laughs> Joey Joey's Joey's a very good drummer. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the guitar part is like, okay, so I don't know why in in these headphones, it sounds fine. Like when we we're watching the videos okay. and stuff, it sounds fine. In the car and on my um, my little school candy headphones, sounds like garbage. Mm. Like it was, it was borderline like I had to turn it. I did like this morning. I was trying to listen to it uh, while I was setting shit up at work, and I, I had to turn it off. It just sounded, just I don't know. It was like just only highs, but like then I turned on Fit for a King, and it was fine. So it was, <clears throat> but I was getting the same kind of vibe or sound in the car as well. Like it was, it was really tin canny sounding. Um, but I don't hear that when we were listening to it here. So I'm not the. My score on that one's going to be... I'm going to try to go a little uh, lenient on that one. Because I think that was just mm-hmm. more of equipment than, than production, oh, actually. the time. And time yeah, yeah, 2001. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. It's The guitar part's kind of boring. That's, hey, listen, yeah, They're kind of boring, fair. man. Like, they're not, they're, they're not they're, shredding around. They're a little repetitive, you're, you're, you know? Like, you, you, you're <laughs> definitely more... Less groove, more... Uh, technicality, uh, more. Yeah, you, you like you like I go, interesting I, riffs, guitar centric things. Yeah, you know yeah. the same reason why you don't really jive with corn a whole lot. You know. Yes, I yeah, it's it's the groove. I like a groove. 
but not only groove. Yeah. Because then, like, because I, I, my, on on my reason being of that is that it kind of uh, the groove kind of lessens because it's always groove. Mm-hmm. So you know, it just it doesn't really keep its you know its oomph going. Um, that's 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 my only reason. Because like, like, because after like forty minutes of hearing this, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know, I know things have changed here and there, but we're still in. And I'm hearing fucking someone trying to rip their fucking brains apart coming through the headphones, you know. <laughs> so it's it was a t- it was a tough one to get through at one time. It is, it is. Uh, you know, I, I think that's fair. Um, but I was I thinking I about it. I finally understand the nostalgia thing though, because I think this is the first album that we've done that you have like the the true nostalgia factor of this and oh 100 and i just i've i don't yeah <laughs> i, fin- no, I one, finally don't have it yeah no we finally reached that point and i'm glad that it only took 81 episodes yeah only only you know oh god oh, 81 81 episodes you know uh, this is 82 but this is 82 yeah yeah you know um first time i totally get it i was thinking uh throughout the week of listening to it that it was very much a time and a place kind of scenario right like uh, especially of this was like the first metal band I was into like truly into like I said earlier like you know we had our Lincoln Parks but my mom listened to Lincoln Park you know they could could vibe with that they know Lincoln Park songs my mom couldn't tell you a Slipknot song she heard it God bless her heart because I played it all the time but you know, this was the first one of my bands that I'm making my own musical choices uh, and the parents don't vibe with it. And I think with Slipknot, as opposed to who's the band that you would say was your first like offshoot for you? Because um, I have a theory. I mean, back then? Yeah. Probably Linkin Park. Okay. So I think, because I had Linkin Park too, but I think with this one, you know, Slipknot was for the kids who felt very isolated, felt very alone, um, maybe because the parents weren't around. Uh, we, we all know how I feel about my, my parents. Uh, you know, and the people who were kind of the outcasts, who saw the world differently and saw kind of the, the, the vapidness, the fakeness of it all. And finally, we have this really angry, aggressive sort of outlet for those feelings to start exploring and all that stuff. And when I first heard, you know, the a burned copy of the self-titled CD yeah, yeah, yeah. from some kid on the bus, yep. I was I, I had heard of Slipknot before, but I was like, oh, okay. Uh, that was right around the same time that Volume 3 was coming out, so you were hearing them on the radio. I saw... After my very first show, my very first rock concert with uh, Three Doors Down and Nickelback, Bull Mud, and all that stuff, I remember being at the hotel afterwards, and I discovered a little channel called Fuse, Brett. Oh. And Fuse had what was I that show Fuse. with the? What was the metal show? Their metal Fuse show. With, no, no, uh, just oh man, what the fuck was it? Uh, I'll look it up. But so I only remember Headbangers Ball. That no, was that was. Um, MTV, uh, metal show. Uranium. There we go. Uranium. Oh, sh- yes. I forgot Uranium about that. Uranium yeah, yeah, yeah. was on the TV, 
And just guess who happened to be the guest that week? Debuting their brand new video for Duality. Was it Corey? It was, it, no, it was all of Slipknot. They oh, were all, all there, oh, and I was okay. like, <laughs> that, that was my exposure. I was like, what the fuck is this? I just came from Nickelback. What the fuck oh, God, is yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and immediately, we're here today because of that video and this band. Um, I went backwards and listened to Iowa and the self-titled and everything. So I, I was really starting with those three albums. And I know all three of those albums front to back all the way through. Um, you know, each album hits differently for different reasons. Uh, they're definitely like, you know, different chapters of the band's life. And, you know, at this point, they're trying to follow up that massive self-titled album, which, again, should never have worked. Yeah. This should have never left Iowa. They should have lived and died there like corn. Like how it's supposed <laughs> to be, Brett. It's traditions. Those um, traditions. They should know, be managing a hardware store right now. So you know it's you know it's funny. So my just because just because I was uh, in Vegas at this time, I I have the the connections to Iowa and like their mindsets and stuff. I one hundred percent see. Like I, I, yeah. I oh boy, do I see that. Um, what you're talking about with who, like like. Um, your kind of fans, I guess, or whatever you know, whatever you want to call it, um, that that got into these guys. I saw a different. That, that was kind of why I uh, kind of went away from this band actually, because the kids that I saw that were into these guys were really assholes. <laughs> oh, really? They were okay. all full. They were the full. They were the gatekeepers. They were really gatekeepery, gatekeepery about um, pretty much everything. It was so. Right, like, if you think it was back then and back then, well, I can't wait to see the comments on this fucking. If we don't fucking uh, rate this a 10, we're going to get murdered. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I've been nervous about it. Guys, I'm a fan. <laughs> I am a maggot. It's yeah. cool. That's, uh, I'm there. I'm with you. I saw I, them live. I, I lived. I was born five minutes from these guys. You know? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, I everyone that I saw in Vegas in, in middle school and, and kind of elementary school, I guess, uh, at the time. That I did know that knew these guys. Yeah, they were very gatekeepery about everything. Mm -hmm. Just very full of themselves, and like they're like, "Oh, you listen to Lincoln Park? Well, fuck you. You're a piece. You know, you're you're fucking poser. Yeah, man. yes. Pose. Not those yeah. quite. Not quite those words. You know, other words. But you know, <laughs> what you think? Six members is a lot. Add three more. <laughs> Add three uh. more. But. <laughs> No, I totally yeah, get that, I and I I, rem I remember people being like that too, because fucking the fans are like that with the albums that the band put out. Like fucking the people who are really into Iowa mm. hate Volume Three. Oh yeah, it's like yep. Oh, acoustic guitars. Oh, we're gonna do some leads now. It's not just chug a chug a woo woo. No, you mean he's singing? They sometimes. hate it. Yeah. Oh man, no fucking get out of here with that stone shower bullshit. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Brett. I did an experiment today. I went ahead and I listened to every single Slipknot album from front to back all the way through in chronological order. I didn't finish, but I did that. I... One is a refresher. And two, I wanted to hear the progression of sound and the different approaches to it. You know, with the self-titled album, it's very much we're throwing everything out the wall. It might have been made in a basement and you could definitely tell, but it sounds fucking dark and it sounds menacing and Nothing else sounds like it. Only time that album could have been made was 99. But then you get money. You get money and you get a good money. studio. But 
Yeah, and then all of a sudden we gotta like that's again, you get six years your entire life to make your first album. You only get six months mm-hmm. to make your sophomore. And it's a, always a tall order for that follow-up, you know? Very few bands can put out a sophomore album that goes above and beyond the debut. You look at Meteora, technically, you know, like part yeah, of the Yeah, technically. Yeah, album. yeah, um, You know, uh, for a good example. And I think Iowa pushes everything that the self-title did even further. It's more refined, even though poor producer could barely rein these psychotic assholes in to stop doing drugs for five seconds to do an album. Um, but then when you get to volume three, oh man, people are starting to go to rehab. <laughs> they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to kill each other anymore. Uh, they needed the side projects like stone sour in between those two albums, because when Iowa's uh, touring was done, this, uh, they they weren't going to do any more music. They were done. They fucking hated each other. Hated each other. Only Joey and Paul kind of had any kind of semblance. They they didn't even get a break between the touring from the self-title to the writing of this one. It's all them. They oh, wrote really? pretty much 90% of this album. And that's why when Paul died after All Hope is Gone and when Joey got fired after All Hope is Gone, nothing else works for me and i gave i gave all the newer albums a listen today at least as much as i could before i got home that's a lot yeah it is a lot and yeah there's just something missing without them there and paul you know he he was like one of the main songwriters you know that classic bassist role of you you blink and you miss him you wouldn't Mm -hmm. even know he was there but he's the backbone and you know, like you were saying earlier, Joey is clearly the most talented. Oh, he's the talent of the group, man. Like, holy shit. And I, you, this band doesn't exist without Joey. Yeah. And, and that's nothing to say about Jay. You know, old against me drummer. Apparently met them <laughs> when the Disaster Peace tour happened. That's crazy. You know yeah, who cool. uh, his father is? Uh-uh. Um, believe he's the drummer from the E Street Band. Um, but also was the drummer how they met was he was Conan's house drummer. Oh, okay. Uh when they came on. Yeah, late night and uh E Street with fucking uh what's it called? Bruce. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah, old Bruce. So come coming from good uh, you know, good drumming genetics. Nothing against the guy. Um, but it's just oh, Joey was one Joey. of a kind. It's like the rev. Avenge has never been the same without the Rev. The only way they got close was because A, most of the album was already written. When Portnoy did it, yeah. You got Portnoy. Yeah. Who's another god. Yeah. And guess what? Dream Theater's not the same without him. (laughs) Uh, Yep. You don't have Blink-182 without Travis Barker. This doesn't happen. You could survive without Tom DeLonge. You could even put out a good album or two. But uh, some would say... Kind of better. better. <laughs> <laughs> then sums is me. <laughs> uh, I don't know about nine. I never listened to it, but yeah, yeah no, true. I, it's weird. Volume three is my favorite. And I think if Iowa is your favorite, you're the people who are just obsessed with Lorna Shore now. And if, oh, yes. Vol- yes. Yeah. Same and people. That, Same people. Uh, whereas volume three or is all hope is gone is your favorite. You went into the more melodic, uh, the spirit box, you know, route, mm. 
if, if we're naming two major bands now, current, yeah, yeah, current bands, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, a, and uh, yeah, no, both are viable fucking options. I totally get why this is people's favorite album. I totally get why Volume Three is mine. For it's for different reasons. Um, but, now here's 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 the thing though. Mm-hmm. I'll probably never turn this on again. Oh, I don't expect <laughs> you to. Right, I my my whole hope <laughs> and the reason why I haven't picked the Slipknot album uh, yet, and I didn't even pick this. You did technically. Uh, uh, the, technically. the wheel picked it. Yeah, uh, the wheel picked it. Why don't you do uh, Slipknot album? It's Halloween. You know. It is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, influenced at all. <laughs> no, fate decided. It could have landed on one or it, two it, or it, three. It, it could have landed on either of those. It, yep. Absolutely. Only had a twenty-five percent chance. Still did it. You know, <laughs> that's on you for not having more options. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm glad that you know. Did you at least enjoy the time that you did spend with it? I know you didn't listen to it the whole week, but like, did did you find parts that you liked? Meh. Meh. Yeah. Okay. I can I'll, hear you know influences. What? I can hear the influences. I'll give it. That. Oh yeah, but yeah, because like Pink Floyd, like every band that we like is influenced by this band and this album. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I hear Crystal Lake all over the place. Crystal Lake. Like good God. Uh, like name a band that came out after this album and it's influenced by this uh-huh. because once again you got an album going this heavy and this chaotic and this raw getting to number three on the Billboard Top 200. Yeah, someone's, someone's what, going to listen to that it. That is the last time that's happening. Yeah. That's the only time Never that's happening. Never again. The only time. But, hey, you know what? Speaking of time, you know what it's time for? Is it's it time the- for the podcast within a podcast. Ooh. Uh, uh, going back in time to dear old 2001, uh, let's find out what the internet thought about this album. There's a few. Uh, there is a few. There's a few. And it's kind of all over the place. So, Google, randomly. Google. Google, I've never had a review (laughs) pop up, and Google's the first result, and it's actually like Google reviews. Google review. So, nine. Uh, (laughs) Ultimate Guitar, 9.1. The user base for Ultimate Guitar, 8.4. Metal Reviews, 5.5. Ooh. Um... Metacritic's user base, 8.4. Play Louder, Q Magazine, Dot Music, and Rolling Stone all gave it an 8. CD Now and Alternative Press gave it a 7. E Online, 5.8. Entertainment Weekly, a 4.2. The AV Club, 3. Uh, Dead and Follies, we're jumping back up, 9.4. Uh, Album of the Year and NME both gave it an 8. Drowned in Sound gave it a 7.5. All music gave it a six, but its user base gave it an eight. The Guardian always uh, coming in clutch with these high scores gave it a two. Holy uh, shit. Rate your music <laughs> uh, 6.5 and Metal Music Archives 5.16. So already, before we move over to the YouTubes, there's a lot of, uh, there's a few weird ones like uh, Metal Music Archives and Metal Reviews. That's where this should be fucking a 10, you mm-hmm. would expect, but given it five yeah they did not like it i don't get it maybe it's they're weird. maybe they're metallica metal it is 2001 <sighs> fucking 
And they're they're right around the corner from St. Anger coming out, so I hope they enjoyed it. Uh trash cans. <laughs> There's a similarity. Trash, they, yeah. They either, yeah. They they hate kegs, but they love trash cans. Love trash cans. Uh, it's, it's the damnedest thing. Uh over here on YouTube, much more positive. Uh two toe tags metal review. Uh gave it a nine, I guess. Um cover killer nation gave it an eight. Ewan Reviews gave it a 9. The Music Breakdown, 5.75. Did not like it. Um, Brandon Tabato gave it an 8. Uh, Mashian gave it an 8. Richard Metal Fan and The Just Joshing both gave it a 10. The Hard Rock Show gave it an 8.3. Death Metal Detectives gave it an 8.9. JC Rock and Metal Reviews gave it an 8. JTB Review gave it a 10. And Zachary Mueller gave it a 10. Wow. So... There's a lot of times. Publications. Yeah, publications all over the place. Uh, fans of metal and reviewing shows, pretty high. So, it's a bit of a toughie. What do you think the average is? 7.6. Ooh, you're very close. 7.58. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you're, you're very Damn. close. You gotta start fucking around with those double digits. Yeah, I do. I do. You, you shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, every time. Um, so seven point five eight. C plus, C plus for uh, the best uh, album. That's like middle C. Yeah. Seven six. If it, if you're rounding up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, C's get degrees. Damn C's it. C's get uh, degrees. Look in the mirror and ask yourself. Uh. I saw I saw my GPA. <laughs> I, can All right. c- I can confirm. <laughs> um so since it's just the two of us, we're just gonna use uh view scooter reviews score for the third to get the average. Okay. Um do you want me to go first or do you wanna go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Where's the thing? Where's the damn thing? Oh yeah. Mm-mm. All right, so yeah, songwriting and lyrics. Well, I have no fucking idea what's going on. So okay, that's fair. I'm a, I gave it like a seven or so because I'm okay. assuming he's saying some 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 wild shit. I just don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially five five five. I'm six six six. Yeah, that's I, all you be, need to know. I know the people equal shit. I get that. Yeah, agree, yeah. agree. Uh, musicianship. Well, Joey's pretty damn good. <laughs> and that's... Well, that's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, production. This is where, like, I gave it... I think I'm giving it, like, an 8.5 or something. Because it's... Because it sounds really good. Like, when I do hear it, like, through these, for instance, it does sound really good. It's especially for the time. Um, and I don't I don't mind that kind of, like, drier... Uh, Garage kind of basement sound. I, I've never, I've never, I've never hated that. I get why it's not always necessary, but but I don't uh-huh. hate it. Um, but but it's I wouldn't. I was going to score a little bit higher, but because of my issues with the with the car speakers and my and my headphones just sounding weird. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's two, one out of the three things I have sounds good. That's not. That's you know I can't. Can't say too much about that one. Uh, originality, uh, it's sir. oh god, dude, this is Slipknot. Like I was saying before the show, like I don't consider them new metal or anything. Like I, they're just 
Slipknot. They're their own fucking genre. It's, it's, it's much like a little band I need to mention every episode, Inner Shikari. Is it? Is it? Yeah. You're like, what genre you put them in? I don't know. Oh. Pick, pick one and they're probably in it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I don't, I can't remember the songs. That's fair. They, they blend. Especially, I, 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 I I'm not going to say it's an issue of listening to it all at once because it's, it's not. We do this every week. Mm. But these songs in particular blended together more. Yeah. So I'm going to give them that one. Or, you know, dock, dock some points for that one. Yeah, that's fair. So all together. All together. It was a 7.2. 7.2. Yeah, on the dot. Okay. Yeah. That's better than I was expecting from you. Also better than I was expecting. <laughs> hey, I hey, think the, I think the originality really bumped it though. Originality and Joey. And Joey. Like and, and for you, uh I'm glad that that was what you found in it. Uh was obviously Joey. I wanted I wanted you to hear the drums. Joey's the main oh, he's, he's the star Joey. of the show. No, you know? and it was like I said. I had I had what? a very cool kind of nostalgia trip while I was driving yeah. to this. I just I was very surprised when you a, said that, especially to that song, just random random yeah. song. Uh, but uh, I can't, you know, I can't vote for a score for that. No, no, no. I, yeah, no, I totally get that. No, it, that's fair. Um, especially coming in like a not a fan. B never heard the album, so you don't have the nostalgia whatsoever. I don't know this one. Um, no, no. I mean, because again, yeah, like you said, you're gonna be more familiar with the later albums because those were the ones that were on the radio. Yep. I don't remember any of these songs being on the radio. I know they got played allegedly, but it was Dude, duality and before I forget in Psychosocial. That's I literally only know memories. these guys because of Iowa. Like if yep. if it wasn't for or that, Joey and my and my brother saying something, I would and or yeah, my Joey like. Would have no idea. Yep. Oh, well, like I mean, no I, I, I would have heard it uh, when Duality came out. I would have heard. I would have known them because it, it, that was all. That was in some of my games. It sure was. It um, was. <laughs> so for me, uh, I gave songwriting lyrics. I gave an eight point six. Um, okay. I liked the progression and what they were trying uh, attempting to do. I think they do uh, succeed in that. Uh, it's not my favorite songs by Corey, um, but as an altogether package, I really do like it. Uh, because compared to the self-titled, self-titled, I get a little fuzzy on like the weirder stuff in the second half. Uh, but when I listen to it, obviously, you know, it's one of those things I know it. Uh, right. Volume three is obviously the one I'm most familiar with, but. I really I, I listened to this one a lot back in the day too, so I know a lot of the lyrics for this one. And you know, people equal shit is fucking such a man, it's it's like a fucking motto I live my life by still to this day. You know? And it totally it it totally gets that fucking sense across. Uh, you know, disaster piece is going against, you know, it's about being bullied. And all that stuff. And when you yeah. get revenge, I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. I totally, I, I 100%, man. I totally get that. And then to fucking put out a song like Heretic Anthem, have it played on Conan, goaded, uh, with all these fucking religious conservative people fucking losing, uh, almost mm-hmm. satanic panic volume two. And the whole song, it's not even about religion, it's about the fucking industry. 
and about AR people wanted to just a new management wanted to shove them in a box and be like, "Hey, put out a radio hit," even though they're going to the next album, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is it, it, great. Fuck you. Uh, if, if you're human, then I'm the devil. F- uh, sure, whatever. Uh, so eight point six. Uh, musicianship eight point seven. Uh, I think they get better on la- on the later albums. Uh, I, I completely what, agree. I do. For what they're doing on this one and what they're trying to achieve and that rawness, uh, I, I, dude, I bounce. I'm I'm doing this the entire time. The riffs and the grooves and the breakdowns. This this was my first breakdowns, Brett. There's there breakdowns, are some pretty good breakdowns. Like, like yeah. come on, yeah. When you're watching, when we were watching that live DVD, you're bobbing your head. Oh, dude, you I was the whole time. Help. Oh, dude, it's so the good. It's so groovy. Yeah. And like the fucking oh man. Also, side note to see it live. Awesome. When I got to see it with the full, the actual lineup, fucking uh, amazing, amazing performance. Yeah, that would, that'd on. be cool to see. It w- it was um, production. I bumped it up. I bumped it up after you said yours because I agree. Uh, Nine point three four. Oh, okay. This, even though it wasn't produced in a basement in Iowa. It sure does sound like it. It sounds like it. Um, and then watching the video with the little facts, mm-hmm. how they went in and just fucked with the drum room to get rid of acoustics to make it sound dry and to make it like, yeah. all right. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. And like, we're not going to use fancy shit. We're going to drop kick a brand new guitar. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Uh, it's one of the most raw and pure energy albums out there like there's no faff about they set out to make this uh super just real album and they the fucking you don't need it you've you've listened to the album you know what i mean yeah uh originality 9.46 i because that's just what i wanted to give them um i gave them a perfect 10 on that actually it it, you know yeah it's slipknot because it's um yeah is Slipknot like I think they might be a little bit more original on the self titled, obviously, because it's the you know, it's the yeah, first, first thing. one, yeah. Uh, but man, it, it, it still pushes all the boundaries out there, it pushed metal forward into a new thing. Like, I don't think we get to have the music that we like now without this album specifically, mm-hmm. more so than the self titled, and more so than volume three. Because they had just inspired a slew of people. And then memorability 9.72. Uh, only reason why it's not a perfect 10. Think like metabolic. I don't know all the words to. Uh, oh, darn. <laughs> I know. Oh, darn. Uh, so altogether, 9.18. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Volume 3 is uh, probably getting 9.5. 9.18 would put it fourth. Yeah. I mean, this Slipknot was a very influential, uh, interesting band for me. You know, I, I don't get into Underoath without them. I don't uh, fucking Phineas who like, yeah, this was, uh, this band was defining band pivot point for me. And, uh, you know, there we go. So yeah, let me calculate this. Uh, bring us over to the monolith. I think every time we, we end up at this part, 
it's an it's a Sonic song, and I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know why. <laughs> let's see. All right. All righty then. So we have my seven two and nine one eight. And a seven six essentially. Seven six. Oh yeah, the five eight. Yeah, seven five eight. Yeah. All right. Okay. I have found where it's going. Uh, spoiler alert! You're gonna have to scroll down. Oh damn it! Okay. It ain't cracking the top twenty-five. Not today. Not today. I don't. Th- Here, I'll go down to fifty, but I don't think it'll actually be that that low. There we go. Oh shite! You know what? We're gonna go with thirty-three. They're gonna do it for Dale twice. Oh wow! They're gonna they're gonna double Dale it. Okay, so you think it's going to be at number 33 between Four Years Strong and Census just, Failed. Just because, yep. Just because, well, you'd be wrong. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> but it does crack the top 40 at number 40. At number Above 40. Two Door Cinema Club, bumping them out right below Bullet for my fucking Valentine. Holy shit. We got shit. Slipknot with Iowa. What is it? Does it break an eight? Does it break an eight, Brent? That's the main question. I'm going to say eight on the dot. Eight on the dot. On the dot. You're very close. You're very close. Is it zero one? Oh, it's seven seven. nine nine. Oh, bitches. Seven nine nine. Damn. It is right. It's fucking. It's CZ8. It's CZ8. It's asking, teacher, it's the end of the semester. Can't you just bump it up? And she's just like, nah. Yeah, we grave it on a curve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, insane! It made the top, uh, dude. That's a win for me. It made the top forty. It's basically an eight, though. That's pretty good. That's I. I'm it's shocked. sitting around a lot of albums that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait till next year to find out where the next one goes. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's gonna be a whole another year. Every uh, every Halloween we do a Slipknot. I don't know why we didn't do it last year. We're too busy fucking around with Spencer. So we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh no. We don't think clearly ahead. we didn't get we didn't we didn't give this a ten. Yeah. Uh, but hey, an eight that's pretty much on par with everyone else on YouTube that isn't giving it a ten. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Yep. I'll take it. Um. Okay. So, Brett. Yeah. Uh, we got to decide what the next album is. It is your turn. First week. Right. It is my turn. Do you yep. have Do you have choices? I do have choices. Okay. Uh, but first we got. <laughs> fucking love the songs. Uh, first we got to decide. Are we doing a new one or an old one? I'll even I mean throw one in there. Uh, no, no, just one and two. We gotta decide new or old first. New or old first, okay. Or should I say new and political? Because, Brad, as you may or may not know, midterms are Tuesday. Are they? I had no idea. I know most. People I, I haven't seen a single commercial. 
get out there and vote. Get or out else there and vote. The Republicans will kill you. No. And uh, and I'm not even kidding. They will actually do it. Uh, they'll come into your house and beat your fucking drunk husband with a hammer. No, uh, that, was just, that was just that was just a fun party. Ah, yeah, yeah. From poopoo pee pee. Yeah. Anyway, Poo-poo-pee-pee. all right, spin yeah. it. All right, Josh. Is it is it just lagging? Is it what is happening? Okay, it's a one. Nope, it's a number one. Okay, all right. I have uh, I have some choices to make. Okay. Uh, um, I was really hoping it'd be the political one, but uh, <laughs> um, where, where were the other? Okay, that was Prada. Can you bring up that most recently listened to thing again? On mine. That you've been jamming a lot. Um. I, I got have, two of the four. I have Fit for a King. Fit for a King. That was the other one. Counterparts. Counterparts. Okay. Uh, That's you can put okay. Polyphia on there too if you want. It's it's already it's already on there. Spin okay. that wheel, Brad. I need a one through four. And uh, go. Oh, cool. There you go. There we go. Now where's it going? Nobody knows. Except when it lags, and then it's kind of obvious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Doing it for Dale. So, doing it for Dale. And that will be. Are you ready? Fit for a king. Ooh. Uh, number one was Polyphia. Number two was Devil Wars Prada. And number four was Counterparts. So, fit for a king. Hell yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been jamming all of these albums every single day. I figured if I, I'd give it a shot of doing a new one versus a political one, and uh, I figured I'd do it mostly with the ones that you've been listening to since this week, even though it was your pick, was kind of my pick. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But <laughs> if we were if we were going with the old one, it was going to be the next Shikari album that we need to listen to. Mm. It was going to be uh, one of the Rage Against the Machine albums, uh, one of the System of a Down albums, and I don't know... Maybe run the jewels or something. Uh, oh, I was actually talking about them with someone at work the other day. They're like, you don't run the jewels. I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure do. Like, yeah, I do. Sure do. Buckaroo. All right. Hell yeah. Well, oh, very that's, cool. It, that's it. Hey, what's the name of the album called? The hell we create. Dude, we created the hell. Yeah. Now going into this. Remember what we just heard in uh, Slipknot? See if you can find the similarity. Uh, oh, you'll hey, hear hey. one. You'll hear one. You'll hear one, guaranteed. Um, that Reaper, oh, yeah? that, that breakdown? Yeah. The one that they had to have a debate on fucking Twitter if it was a breakdown or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Only uh, only one of us walks away. Uh, that's a, Only one. That's an older song. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you like this episode, if you got through all that, thanks for watching. Uh, join a, us next time. That was a ride. And that was a ride. I finally got to talk about Slipknot. You finally got to talk about Slipknot. <laughs> we, we did it, Reddit. We did uh, it. Bye. Uh, see you later. <laughs>